listening to the best of Retire Financially Fit podcast with Barbara Switek and Jen Rizak. Got questions about retirement? Give Barb and SF Financial a call. 800-883-1518. Now, here's Barb and Jen. You might have your home paid off or nearly paid off when you get to retirement, but are there any other housing costs that you might need to prepare for? This is especially important if you'd rather spend as many years as possible in your own home rather than moving to a retirement community or assisted living facility. That's what we'll start with here on the show today. We're so glad you're here with us on Retire Financially Fit with Barbara Swiatek. I am Jen Rizak alongside Barb. She's the author of Retire Financially Fit. She's been helping families here in the heart of Colorado for more than 20 years now. Barb, this is going to be a great topic. I hope you are having a great week this week. Well, thank you. Yes, I am having a great week, and I agree with you. This is a great topic, and I don't think we spend enough time on it, so I'm no. glad we're we're touching on it today. And here's what I thought was really interesting. Most baby boomers plan to live at home as long as possible, but here's the thing, and this is what we're going to talk about on the financial side, Barb. The way a lot of our homes are laid out, the way they were built, could present a challenge for aging at home. Eight out of 10 baby boomers do want to age at home, but Barb, only 10% of homes here in the U.S. are considered fully accessible with entryways without stairs, first floor bed and bath and, and rails and some of those things. So my gosh, most of us want to stay at home as long as possible, mm. but our homes really aren't equipped to do that. They're not cooperating. It's yeah. not a good sink. So, you know, and I would agree with you that the folks that I speak with today, they do. They want to live in their home for as long as possible. And uh, since my practice focuses on retirement planning, that means that part of that retirement planning is discussing the transition from our working years into our retirement years. And a lot of times that takes us right into the discussion of possibly downsizing, you know, their current home and moving into something more conducive to aging. Maybe that's a patio home or a ranch style home, but I've also found that the discussion can be moving in with a son or a daughter. I'm hearing that more and more as well. But if you are staying in your home and it's not all on one level, you may need to make some modifications to mm -hmm. make it easier you know, for you to age. Those rails and ramps and bars in the bathrooms and hardwood floors to make it easier for wheelchairs. And I'm seeing some folks even install elevators. My yep. my aunt and uncle, they were one that a few years ago, they did that so that they knew that their home was going to be ready for, you know, those later years in their life. And all of these modifications cost money and they need to be planned for. And I haven't found that insurance or government programs right, cover, right. you know, most of these costs. So yes, it's something that we definitely need to plan for. Yeah. One out of three adults, as a matter of fact, are planning major home improvements and, and those types of modifications to make their homes more accessible, either for themselves or a family member. And I think, Barb, that would that could come as sticker shock if you've already paid off your home, especially, and you're thinking, hey, now I, I'm going into retirement without a home, you know, a mortgage payment or anything like that. My home's paid off. But these types of costs, I imagine, can add up quite a bit in these types of repairs. So this could I guess, be an unexpected housing cost for retirees, something that they didn't put on the budget. It sure could. And I don't know if you've done any remodeling around your Ooh. house lately, but it's expensive. Yeah. I mean, just to remodel a bathroom or a kitchen can be thousands and thousands of dollars. And this is something that we definitely have to plan for. And I need to share a situation with you and, and our listeners where I know of someone who had a stroke mm -hmm. and they ended up with a permanent paralysis and they were in their 60s. 
that's young. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they weren't sure. thinking about ramps and rails and handbars and wheelchairs. They were thinking about retiring. And then wham, you know, they were broadsided and they weren't ready. And that's why I say the earlier that you can start planning for that next phase of your life, the better, because we never know what can happen or when. That is such a good point. We so often think, oh, this is something I'll worry about in my 70s or my 80s, but we just don't know what could be right around the corner. Walk us through your process, Barb, for helping somebody create that retirement income strategy that includes factors like potential housing costs for a home repair or remodel, health care, long-term care, all these types of costs that we need to be thinking about in retirement. Walk us through that process. Well, it's really done through a comprehensive analysis and then the creation of a personalized financial endurance plan. And part of the planning is to prepare for the future costs of health and long-term care and to look for ways to contain those out-of-pocket expenses. You know, we, we factor in the unexpected. We make sure that the plan has an emergency fund of at least six, but preferably 12 months of expenses. We make sure that the five key areas of retirement planning have been addressed. And this would be income, investment, tax, health, long-term care, and estate planning. And it's all part of that financial endurance plan, which is to help our clients endure the many years of retirement and retire financially fit. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about that financial endurance plan, that's what Barb calls her process, her way of helping people identify strategies to give their money endurance. You could be retired a very long time, so have you implemented the right strategies for you to help preserve your savings so it lasts as long as you need it to last. The number to call to get started on that financial endurance plan today. Get your questions answered by Barb and the team at SF Financial Services by calling 800-883-1518. That number again is 800-883-1518. That's how you can reach Barb Swiatek and her team at SF Financial Services so, Barb, I've gone through a little bit of this in my own life with my my grandpa, for example, this idea of long-term care, and uh, he, he was very resistant to the idea of some sort of assisted living facility. He really wanted to stay home as long as possible. It was a tough conversation for my aunt and, and for my family to have with him. How do you talk to people about planning for health care and long-term care costs in retirement and just understanding that you can't just assume you'll be able to stay in your home forever or that your family will always be able to just live with you and help take care of you? Well, we have the conversation about the odds of needing some type of assistance in the future. And and then we talk about how we're going to pay for that care. I mean, were we planning on using our retirement accounts, our brokerage accounts, maybe our savings? So have we saved enough to pay for possibly four years or more of care with the average cost of care running six to $8,000 a month, and that's in today's dollars. I mean, are we wanting to receive that care in our home or in an assisted living facility? What if you're married and you both need assistance? Uh, when the statistics tell us that we need over $100,000 a year for long-term care, and that's for one person, mm. I mean, how are we paying for that? And, wow. and I also like to discuss the possibility of the sick spouse using up the majority of the assets and then passing away, leaving the healthy spouse broke. Mm. So our personalized financial endurance plan that we create for our clients, it's accounted for health and long-term care expenses. So we have to start with the conversation and then walk them through the different the different thoughts that maybe they haven't even considered. Sure, sure. What are some of the options 
or some of the things we may not have considered, Barb, when it comes to covering long-term care expenses? I know I know there's a lot more than just those standalone long-term care insurance policies. You're absolutely right. And I, I think that's a great question. Certainly, you know, self-pay, that is an option, but that means that we need to have at least 400000 saved for the purpose of long-term care. And there are many folks who will need care for longer than four years. So that 400000 may not be enough. Or we could even look at a family member to take care of us. And if that's something that we're considering, we need to realize the inconvenience as well as the cost of a loved one taking care of us. And that may mean giving up their job, time away from their family, the physical and the mental stress to to care for us. And it's a burden that you have to think about. Do you really want to impose that on your loved ones? And then the other option is to have a long-term care policy in place, and that can help cover the expenses of long-term care. Ideally, a policy that will cover you if you need the care in your home or a facility. And there's a lot to consider, you know, when we're talking mm-hmm. about long-term care, but is it Something that should be discussed? Absolutely, because it's part of that comprehensive retirement plan. When do you start preparing for these things? How early, Barb, should we be planning for long-term care and health care costs for our later retirement years? Truly, the earlier, the better. And if you're looking for long-term care insurance, it will be less expensive if you're younger. Mm -hmm. And, you know, usually we have less health issues when we're younger. And so you have a better chance of being approved. Mm -hmm. You do have more options on the types of long-term care policies. And there are several of those. Um, You know, most people are aware of the traditional long-term care policies where you pay a monthly premium and over time, the premium can and will go up. You can use that policy for long-term care, but if you don't, um, you lost all the money that you paid Mm -hmm. into it. Now, granted, you had the coverage and the peace of mind that having that coverage gave you, but if you didn't use it, the money's gone. Also, the traditional long-term care policies give you a pool of money with parameters set on how much you are given per day or per month. And once that pool of money is gone, the policy stops paying, even if you're still needing care. And it's not uncommon, especially with cognitive diseases such as dementia, that you could need care for 10 plus years. Now, today, there are policies that I prefer, which allow an unlimited amount of years of coverage. And also, if you don't use it, you won't lose it. And it even has a death benefit so that uh, that it takes care of your beneficiaries if you're not using the policy. And you can put a husband and a wife on the same policy and the premiums never go up. And you can even use a portion of a retirement account like an IRA to purchase Mm. the policy outright. And it's just not that expensive. So I guess to answer your question, Jen, when should you start planning for long-term care expenses? That really should be part of your overall retirement plan. And for our clients, it's part of the financial endurance plan. And we'll talk a little bit about just how big of an issue this could potentially be. Nearly 70% of retirees will need some type of long-term care, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. So it's not a sure thing, and that doesn't always necessarily mean years and years and years in a nursing home, but chances are you or your spouse will need some form of long-term care or nursing care at some point in your lives. You sure will. And we can't prevent those bad things from happening, but we can plan for the worst. So if there's a debilitating accident, you know, or a terminal medical diagnosis, we have a financial strategy in place to deal with it. And even though we've been focusing on, you know, some scary scenarios, you might end up living a long, healthy life you know, you just want to know that you can handle what's ahead. And sure. um, so those are the things that we're looking at. And, and it's going to cost money to take care of yourself. And these costs vary quite a bit by location. But 
what I'm finding is the median cost of a private room in a nursing home is over 100000 a year. And I can tell you in 10 to 20, maybe even 30 years from now, that number is going to increase. So I want to help you. Let's create a strategy to help preserve your retirement income from the risks like skyrocketing health care costs. Learn about options for health care coverage in retirement. Learn about long-term care coverage for yourself and for your spouse. And find ways to plan for health and long-term care costs. Give us a call at 800 800- and let's discuss these things for you and let's personalize a plan for you. Well, that's all the time we have for today's show. On behalf of Jen and my team at SF Financial, thank you for joining us today. We hope you found the information helpful. As always, our goal each week is to help you retire financially fit. Barbara Swiatek is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with the professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interest of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A page 4, for additional information. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. 